The On The Field Podcast here, Kane Wallstrom here with Ethan Nasiwa and Lisa Barton, advisor at Money Empire. How are we all? Good, thank you. Very good, very good. Very good. Look, today um, we're going to retouch on first home buyers purely because we've had a lot of uh, queries, questions um, and clients uh, touch base with us in the current environment, more so on probably people that were looking to buy uh, in the last 12 months but haven't been able to. So I thought, Lisa, I'd open up with you. Give us your take. Because RBNZ have relaxed the LVR rules, um, what is it like for a first home buyer at the moment? I think the, a lot of questions that I've been getting is, do we have to have a deposit? So yes, you still have to have a deposit. Um, the RBNZ, yes, they have relaxed the rules and have removed the restrictions, but each bank has their own policy and criteria. Um, so with the deposits, some banks are doing 5%, some banks are doing 10% for first home buyers, whether you're new or existing. Um, so this is going to open the doors for a lot of first home buyers that have that 10% deposit or are able to get family assistance um, from somewhere um, that can actually bump them up to the 10%. And I think it will push the market as well with the first home buyers, get a lot more families, young people, young couple into their first home, which will be great to see. So just to strip it back, Issa, 5% deposits aren't actually anything new at present. This has been going on for some time and I know you've got quite a few clients, 5% deposits. But what it potentially will do is it, it will allow the bank to borrow more money in that 95% loan-to-value ratio range. Is that correct? Yeah, that is. Look, there's um, all the everything you hear in the media around a 20% deposits, that is what everyone hears. But all the banks have a certain amount of capital on their books that they can lend to over um, 80% deals, so people with fewer deposits. So... There's a lot of people out there that are already and have been for the last few years getting first homes on 5% deposits. There's always different criteria amongst all the banks, but it'll be interesting to see how the banks either continue what they're doing and open up a bigger book to people with, say, a 5% deposit, or if other banks um, fall in line with the likes of ASB and BNZ who are already doing it with... Um, existing clients um, and if that actually changes the market a bit more and changes between each bank. So if I bank at bank A at the moment and I do have a 5% deposit, I can't just go to any bank and ask for 95% loan. They, they, the banks are favouring um, their current clientele. Is that right? Yeah, there's been a lot of discussion on this um, lately. So exactly that. If you have a 5% deposit, you just can't rock up to any bank and do that. If for instance, you were an existing ASB client who at the time are doing 5% um, pre-approvals to purchase first home, then that fits that person's criteria. But everyone's situation is different. Everyone's current bank are different. And knowing the fine details between all of them is what will make the difference in getting your first home. Lisa, tell us, because um, you're an expert in the first home buyer market, tell us what are some of the catches, though, with... Um, with high loan to value ratios or, or low deposits? What are some of the first home buyers listeners that they need to be aware of? Firstly, it would be, there would be additional either an interest rate or like a um, premium fee added to the loan. Um, depending on how much you are over the 80%, so whether it's 10 or um, you've only doing the 5%, it will be anywhere between 
0.25 up to 1.2, uh, sorry, 1.5 um, on the standard interest rate, so not on the special rates, um, depending obviously which bank, um, but then it will be added on. So the premiums, the, the payments will be higher than if you had the 20% deposit. So that's a catch there. Um, and you have to have, if you're getting charged a premium fee rather than getting the additional rate, then obviously you have to have that money up front. Yeah, so that can, that can eat away at your deposit if you're having to go with the bank that charges a fee up front for settlement. Just just touching on that LE, LE, um, the LEP we talk about or LEM, um, the card rate, let's say 3.05 at the moment or 3%, if you get charged another 1.25%, it means your interest rate is 4.25%. And that's probably something that first-home buyers need to take in consideration if they are taking out a high loan that their repayments will be more than what they're working out, what you see on a website at a bank at present. Yeah, definitely. We get that a lot. They uh, Clients will go onto just a bank's calculator or something like Sorted or something like that, and they'll come back and say, hey, this is what, it, what I can afford. But then obviously when I do the pre-assessment and check it all over, it, it doesn't match. And that's the reason why. It's because also the banks have internal calculators that we use and they have a servicing test rate, which is a lot higher than what the um, current interest rates are. Um, just obviously if anything risk or anything happened um, in the market. So it's, yeah, it catches them out, catches okay. them by surprise sometimes. Lisa, tell me from a credit point of view, uh, how and what are banks scrutinizing on if they are looking at um, someone with a very high loan? Yeah, if you're, say only putting down a 5% deposit, then they're going to look with a magnifying glass around your account conduct, um, what that looks like, um, overspending, anything from gambling, TAB debts, Bet365, all your, your current spending. They really want to uh, zone in on this because you are at a high risk. Um, they really don't want to put you in a worse off position. So they're really going to look at that. Then they're also going to look at the security as in the house that you're buying also. Um, if there was anything from, say, council consent or outstanding um, consents on any of the properties, then they're going to probably not lend on that also. Um, they're not going to go near leaky homes or anything with monolithic cladding and the likes. Um, so these are all the things that first-time buyers really need to uh, take note of, um, and especially those sort of high LVR 5% deals. So with the low deposit, you really, uh, banks are aware if you've got any outside debt like car finance or, or gem visas or whatever that haven't been paid off. Um, obviously, they will, you're talking about property and security, they will want a, a registered valuation on that property. So you've got to set aside maybe a grain for that as well on top of everything else. So very, some very, um, I suppose, key points for people to know where these costs lie. Um, Lisa, your opinion, what we're in the current state we're in, uh, with the government really trying to push and credit back out into uh, the market and also to the whole property or stimulate property. Is it a very good period coming in for first-home buyers if they have a stable income, if they have a stable job, if they have a stable home life to get into the market? I think it is the perfect time. Um, obviously, we're still waiting to see what the changes are happening with the banks, but some have um, come out recently and for investment, for investors with buying an investment property it would be still 70%. So that may hold back some of them, which will give a new leaf for the first home buyers to get on the market, to get in their front foot 
beat the investors to get um, to get their first home. So if you do have a stable employment, um, regular income, you weren't really affected by COVID, you're back to normal with work hours and income, um, you've got a good deposit, even if it is 10%, I say go for it. Brilliant. Asa, anything from you to finish? Nah, Lisa summarised that perfectly. And obviously, you know, if, if everything stacks up and, um, you know, everything is, is consistent and you're willing to pull trigger and, um, and jump in, then now is the time because if you're ready to go, there's just no better time to buy than right now. Absolutely. For all the listeners out there, uh, we are in the moving target space. Uh, finance and banking is changing daily. We constantly are getting updates. Um, but what I will say is don't take too much notice of what the media throws out there. Um, do your own research, go get your own advice, independent from advisors, um, lawyers, uh, accountants, all that kind of stuff, and make your own mind up. Um, and if you are in a situation to do something, have all your ducks in a row, be prepared, be ready. So if the right property does come along, you can go buy it because the la- the thing we always see is people being reactive, not proactive. And all of a sudden they find something and they're not ready and they're rushing around and it's such a stressful process because buying that property is a big asset and it's a big purchase and it's a big life decision. So we're always saying be proactive, not reactive. So reach out to people. Um, if the listeners out there have any questions, because I know there's a lot of people that follow that are first-time buyers, please get in contact with us on our social platforms or www.moneyempire.co.nz. But we'll constantly try to provide as much up-to-date information and education in the market as possible. Until next time, guys, thank you very much uh, and stay tuned. Thank you. Thank you.